Howdy ho, beautiful sports fans. Welcome back to another episode of H-Town Sports Talk with me, Cam. So today is Friday, May 29th. And it's probably going to be a shorter episode just because I'm trying to post a few episodes back to back to back. But we will discuss what we discuss. Yeah, I like the way I worded that. That was pretty nice. Okay, so um, the first thing I want to start out with is a conversation I have had with numerous people, especially this offseason. DeAndre Hopkins, the other day, said that he is the best wide receiver in the league if you give him Drew Brees to throw to, throw to him or Matt Ryan to throw to him his whole career. By the way, he didn't just specify recently. He said his whole career that he would have better numbers than Michael Thomas and Julio Jones. Um, so I'm not a big DeAndre Hopkins fan just because he played for the Texan, played for the Texans, and I'm not a big Texans fan. Um, however, I do think there is some truth behind this. Um, Deshaun Watson is a great quarterback. I love Deshaun Watson kind of mad that he went to the Texans, but I thought he would be pretty good when he came out of college. However, before that, I mean, the Texans had, like, what, Brian Hoyer and Matt Schaub and what's that other guy's name? Oh, I can't, I can't remember his name. The one that came over from Broncos. Oh, that's going to eat at me until I remember his name. Um, anyway, so, I mean, they've had some pretty crappy quarterbacks in the past. So it makes sense that he would have that as his argument. I mean, yeah, Michael Thomas has had Drew Brees to throw to him. And Julio Jones has had Matt Ryan to throw to him. So it makes sense that he would say it like that. Now, if you go by just the Madden numbers, which... I mean, it's not the greatest argument, and it's not the best thing to base your argument on, but DeAndre Hopkins is a 99, right? So, it makes sense. Um, on that note, I there was, so my favorite Texan player is Andre Johnson. Um, and I think Andre Johnson could have been even bigger if he had had someone to throw to him his whole career. So I guess that's kind of the same argument that DeAndre Hopkins is making right here. Um, but, I mean, the one time that Case Keenum started for the Texans, he aired the ball out a lot, which did a lot of great things for Andre Johnson, but it was at the end of his career, so I mean, eh. Um, yeah, and I know that DeAndre Hopkins has to be excited about having Kyler Murray to throw to him. I'm not a Kyler Murray fan because he went to Oklahoma, but, I mean, oh well, right? So, let's move on to our next subject. Um, Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon today said that he would be used to, comfortable with playing 
games with no fans in the stands just because he played for the Chargers, who never have fans in their stands. Um, I mean, so if you look, if you go back and you look at um, Brock Osweiler, that's his name, Brock Osweiler. That's the one they paid a lot of money to, and then they just didn't even play him. Had to look it up. Sorry, that was bothering me, guys. Um, yeah, so. What was I on? Melvin Gordon. Yeah, the Chargers have never had fans. And, what, last season when they were playing at, what was it, SoFi Stadium or whatever the stadium was that they were playing at, a little soccer stadium, yeah. They didn't have any fans. The Rams didn't have any fans. I don't think it's going to be any better this year. I think what's going to happen is a lot of the opposing team's fans are going to show up to that stadium. Um, luckily... Cowboys play week one against the LA Rams in their new stadium. I am hoping that they can do, that the Cowboys can do what the Giants did to us back when we opened up our new stadium and the Giants came in and ruined the whole opening and beat us. Um, I think there will be a lot of Cowboys fans there. And that will be really nice. But yeah, so, I mean, I guess Melvin Gordon is going to be comfortable. It makes sense. Kind of, kind of mean to say about your old team's fans, but the truth hurts sometimes, guys, and that's that's got a lot of truth behind it. All right, so the uh, next thing I want to talk about is best duos in the NBA to never win a title. Um, I saw this post on Instagram. I think it was yesterday. I'm looking at it right now. Um, so we, it has four different options on here. It has Penny Hardaway and Shaquille O'Neal, which I'm just going to be honest, I don't know a lot about them. I know Shaquille with the, the Magic. That's where he got drafted and everything. Um, it has Amari Stoudemire and Steve Nash. I like Steve Nash, and Stoudemire was good. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, he came straight out of high school. He was one of those players that came straight out of high school, like him and Kobe and LeBron. All came straight out of high school. Um, Carl Malone, John Stockton. That I know a little more about just because of the whole Last Dance documentary that aired recently where the Bulls basically beat the Jazz two years in a row in the finals. So, And then the last one is Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook. Now, I'm a OKC fan. All right? I'm an OKC fan because Kevin Durant went to Texas. And I'm a Texas fan. So I didn't really have a basketball team until I was probably, I don't know, not, not too long ago. <laughs> um, I've kind of just followed the Mavericks because that's what my dad followed. But yeah, so I'm an OKC fan. I'm still an OKC fan, but at the same time, I like to see KD do well. Um, now, out of these options, my choice would be Carl Malone and John Stockton. Mainly because they had to go up against Michael Jordan. Alright. MJ is probably the greatest basketball player of all time. Now, if you don't think he's the greatest, that's fine. Top two then. Him and LeBron, top two. I don't like LeBron, but that's a whole other issue. Okay. Top two at least. So, when you have to compete against that guy, and you look at the people that MJ knocked out of the playoffs... You kind of understand, hey, um, he's really good. 
Alright, so if you have to go up against that guy back to back to back, yeah, you're, you know, and you don't make it, it's, it's kind of like, you know, what are you going to do? <laughs> now, Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook, I think that's a whole different issue. I just think Russell Westbrook has games where he's just off and he tries to shoot it from deep and he's not hitting it from deep, but he doesn't know not to shoot it from deep. And I think there was a little friction between the two of them, not going to lie. I don't know. I mean, I, I like Russell Westbrook, but when he left the Thunder, I wasn't completely upset and distraught because, I mean, I knew it was going to happen eventually, and it's not like we're doing terrible without him. We're not, we're not doing anything without him right now, but we're not doing terrible without him. Um, and Amari Stoudemire and Steve Nash now, I mean, I didn't get to watch a lot of them play because I wasn't really into basketball back then, but... Steve Nash is really good. Stottenmeyer, I don't know. I, I think he's a little overrated, but what do I know, right? I'm not even going to discuss Hardaway and O'Neal just because I have no, like, I have no knowledge of them, honestly. O'Neal was a bad man, and if he played today, he would kill in the league because there's no real big men in the league anymore. All right, so... Let's talk about, ooh, UFC Fight Night. So today is Friday. Tomorrow is Saturday, right? Make sure I get my days correct. Yeah. Um, you got Woodley versus Burns tomorrow night. Um, they both weighed in today, both make weight. And tomorrow is going to be the return of UFC to Las Vegas. So it, it's kind of exciting to see a little bit of normalcy return. Um, uh, it's all on ESPN and ESPN Plus, so it's not really pay-per-view, unless you consider ESPN Plus pay-per-view. I mean, I don't consider it pay-per-view, because for the month, but whatever. Um, yeah, so I'll definitely watch those, because I'm off, and it's really nice being off. Uh, another subject I want to bring up that I've brought up two episodes in a row now, and I'm sorry for bringing it up again, guys, if it's annoying, but I want to talk about the match real quick. Real quick, um, I saw a article that was talking about, like, these experts were predicting, or not really predicting, I guess they were kind of, like, hoping who would be involved in the match next time. Um, so they discussed MJ, of course, they discussed Steph Curry, they also threw a couple other names out there that I didn't really think of at the time, but Larry Fitzgerald, who is a really good golfer, um, he plays in a lot of programs. Um, so the only problem with Larry Fitzgerald, I feel like, is he's a really nice guy. And, I mean, that's just the vibe I get from him. He's a really nice guy, and I don't see him talking a lot of trash. Uh, the main reason I, wanted, I tuned in to watch Peyton Manning and Tom Brady is because I knew they would talk a lot of trash to each other. Um couple other names that were thrown out there was Matt Damon and Will Smith. Now, I didn't know Will Smith played golf. Still don't know if he plays golf or not. But it would be cool to have some celebrities out there. But then again, my, my thing is, it, I don't know, like we have programs. But I guess the fact that this would be a smaller number of people would make it better because, you know, it's more competitive and stuff like that. Um, a couple other names that I thought of after seeing Will Smith and Matt Damon was Ben Affleck and Mark Wahlberg. Um, Mark Wahlberg, I know, is a golfer because 
I see him golfing all the time, and I just feel like he would talk a lot of trash to anybody he played against. And he's pretty funny, you know. He's a good guy. He's probably one of my favorite actors. Alright, so the last subject we're going to discuss today is the highest paid athletes for last year. So, earnings from June 1st, 2019 to June 1st of 2020. Now, number one, you got Roger Federer. All right. What is like the first time a tennis player has reached number one ever or something? All right. I mean, he's really good at tennis. I don't watch tennis. I'm sorry. Um, then you got soccer player, soccer player, soccer player, LeBron James, which makes a lot of sense because he's LeBron James. Steph Curry makes a lot of sense because he's Steph Curry. Kevin Durant makes a lot of sense. Tiger Woods, with him coming back in the Masters last year, it makes a lot of sense that he would be up there. 62.3 million. Now, it goes, so Roger makes made 105 million, and Tiger Woods is eight, and he made 62. I mean, that's a huge gap, I feel like, right there. Huh. Okay, um, and then number nine, which is surprising but not surprising when I stopped and th thought about it for a second, but Kirk Cousins is was the highest paid NFL player for last year at $60.5 million. Yeah, I mean, okay. Okay, guys. Now, I'm not a Kirk Cousins fan. All right, and Kirk Cousins is not very good, and I am tired of people saying how good he is. He won a few games with the Redskins, who did nothing in the playoffs. And then he asked everybody if they liked that. I don't understand. Why did they pay him so much money? They could have paid a lot less money to somebody else and got better players around them. I Whatever. Um, whatever. I, I just, I don't understand all the fuss over Kirk Cousins. I'm sorry. I just don't. Number two in the NFL is Carson Wentz. Now, I'm a Cowboys fan, so I'm just, I'm not even, Eagles, you paid too much money to the wrong guy. I'm sorry. Right, he got you to the playoffs, right? Yeah. Where'd you go after that? Nowhere. Jared Goff, number three. I mean, he made it to the Super Bowl and done really anything since they lost to the Super Bowl, what, 13 to seven? Ridiculous. Number four, Tom Brady, $45 million. Okay. Six rings, okay. Drew Brees, number five, $44.8 million. Okay. The only two names on that list that should be on that list are Tom Brady and Drew Brees. And, if you notice, all five of the players are quarterbacks. It's a little, a little much, I think. A little much. Alright guys, so that's going to be it for this episode. Um, I'm going to try to post every day for the next few days. Hopefully we'll get some news in that I can talk about. Tomorrow, we're, tomorrow night we're going to have the fights. Um, but, I don't know. We'll figure out something else to talk about during the day. Yeah, so um, make sure you subscribe to my podcast, subscribe to my YouTube, comment, let me know how I'm doing, leave a like, 
any and all support is very, very much appreciated. All right, guys. So um, I'll talk to you all later. Adios.